Hey, Mark, fake banter for the intro. That's all I know how to do. Great. Good to be here. Welcome to Tuesdays with... Stories. Hit her in the face with a surfboard. And then the duck fell out of his bag. <laughs> Surf's up. And she didn't even flush. Knock, knock. Who's there? Mark Norman and Joe Les. Yeah! This is Tuesdays with Stories, everybody. Yeah, that's terrible. This is supposed to be cheesy. My radio is spitting at me. Oh, no, we're low on battery. What? There's one battery thing. It's blinking. Oh, no. We're not plugged in. Oh, fuck. We're fucked. All right, I'll just keep talking here. We're talk. We're plugging in a thing. I'm glad I know that. We had a lot unplugged. Oh, man. So what is call. this plugged to? MTV's unplugged. This is the, uh, the power cord, and these are the two mics. Oh, I see. Well, I knew the mics. Um, all right, so we got it. That could have been bad because we had one mic unplugged and one pa- power cord unplugged. I got unplugged. batteries in there from the, the Great Depression. Oh, wow. The silent era. Hey, speaking of which, the Gullman trailer just came out. Ooh! I'm watch. HBO. HBO is coming back in a big way. They got Gary Gullman, they got Dan Soder, and who's the other one? Rami. Rami. I think it's Rob. Is it Rami? I, I would call him Rami. Oh, that's why I didn't like it. Yousef? Yeah. Is that his name? Rami. Rami? Ram, you're Rammy. Rammy sounds. That sounds, sounds too cute to be Indian. Rami. Rami. Rami sounds like the noodle, though. Hey, I was having some Ramis. I <laughs> sat down, had a couple Ramis and a Pepsi. By the way, in prison, ramen noodles are the new currency. Cigarettes are out. No kidding. I mean, they still use them, but ramen is is numero uno. Is that right? Is because that because they're getting healthy or what? I think it, I'd rather a little little manja than than a smoky smoky. But doesn't the smoke? I, I I just learned this recently. I guess less if you smoke for a while. A cigarette gives you a little bit of a buzz. Sure. Kind of like a cigar. You ever smoke cigarettes or a cigarette? I have. I'm not a fan, but I have. I've never like actually inhaled and smoked a cigarette. I've had like a drag of one and been like, this sucks. Yeah. But I think you get a little buzz from a cigarette. And apparently they relieve stress and curb appetite. Mm. So I think in a in a joint, if just like hey, I just got anally railed, I need a I need a toke. That's not. Bad. I need that's a butt a, for that butt. That's some relief, I guess. Something. Your ass is pouring blood and there's shit everywhere, and you think, well, let me have a Marlboro kind of cool out. <laughs> yeah, well, but that's a tough word for a Bostonian to get out. Marlboro. Marlboro. <laughs> Couple of well, marbles. It also helps you shit. That's like, right. I live with Canner. He'd be like, I gotta go smoke a cigarette so I can shit. Right. <laughs> Which that's some. I have a bowl of oatmeal personally. Right. Same. Maybe dive in some cold water or whatever. Coffee. No, that's to shrink your tick. Yeah, but yeah, difference. But that's good for the anal. <laughs> gotta shrink it so it can fit in that balloon knot. That's a good idea. If I was in prison, I'd be like, you can, you can fuck me in the ass. I know it's not an option; it's more of a rape situation. But if he's like, you can fuck me in the ass, but I need you to take an ice bath first. Yeah, that's true. But I don't think an ice bath hurts a boner. The boner pushes through shrinkage. I don't know. You ever try to get a boner in an ice bath? It's pretty hard. Oh, uh, that's a good point. Or but not hard. Once you get, once you get out of there, you see that beautiful ripe <laughs> butthole staring at, you, winking at you. I think it'll prop up. Buttholes don't wink, do they? Oh. They do wink a they little. They do wink. I've seen it. We've talked about this. Yeah. It doesn't wink as much as it squinches. It's just a squincher. It's like a, a lemon got in there. Yeah. <laughs> and it, sometimes it breathes. It opens yes. and closes like a fly trap. Yes. It's that's, a cock trap. It's a queef. But uh, <laughs> you know what's weird? You ever watch anal porn where they, they just 
prop that mofo open. It's it's gaping. It's horrifying. You can see all the the glands and the the veins and oh. the, you know escargot. It's a lot. I can't do an anal. Po- well, uh, by the way, I haven't turned. Oh, this brings me into one of my stories. By the way, I haven't watched a a, a lick of porn in a long time. That's probably healthy. I think it's healthy. Well, also, I've been on the road with Sarah, mm. so we just have sex. Right. There's no po- you don't watch porn if you're with a sexual partner, sure. unless you're watching it together, and that's some kind of thing. We haven't got to that phase of our relationship I yet. I don't think I would enjoy that. No, it seems weird because you're, you're fighting over who's picking who, and yeah, and then you know I want you know three black guys fucking a white woman, and she wants two lesbians eating each other out. Yes, the ladies like the les. Oh, is that right? Oh, my ex was obsessed. She was like, "All I, if I watch porn, it's all scissoring." No kidding. Yeah, I guess it makes sense. I mean, you don't want to see a hairy dude, but then you're attracted to dudes. It's all kooky. Yeah, scissoring seems like too much work. You got to do that, like, like crab. Yes. You got to. I don't know what goes on there. It's kooky. And how much vag are we really contacting? You know, like you, you, the clit's the size of a half-eaten jelly belly. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, how's it gonna get to the other clit? I don't know. There's a hood there. Yeah, it's not an accurate contact. Right. I'd rather take a big old vibrator and just. Stick it right on there. I like that. Um, so I haven't watched porn in a long time, so let me tell a, a little tale. I was Please. at Fat Black a couple weeks ago. Liz gave me a ton of dates. I've been at the Fat Black up the ass. I'm rich. Yeah, good money, good time. Having a great time. But uh, I'm doing my act, and I try, I'm trying to dust off some old material to do this album at some point, hopefully. Mm. And I go, yeah, you know, I don't watch porn. And some woman in the, in the balcony goes, liar. Uh, what, what, what is that? Uh, I hate her. First of all, you're like, I'm not lying. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm telling a joke. I have a, yeah. this is a bit, like, I don't know why I would lie. I'm, I don't have any, there's no benefit to no me. No benefit, yes. Like, I'm not, I'm, I'm married. I'm not trying to impress a woman or anything. Right. And uh, I'm just setting, even, even if I was lying, I'm setting up a joke. Yes. So who gives a fuck? Yeah. I'm not lying, and in this situation, who cares if I am lying? Exactly, the disrespect of it all. Like, I'll tell you what you're talking about. You don't know. It's a show. It's a performance whore. And stop heckling. What are you? Why are you yelling out? And why do you feel the need to be like, no, 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 no? You're right, lying. Right. It's just the worst kind of heckle. I hear you. I'd rather someone yell, "Fucking blow me, you suck," and right. I hope you die in a fire and your mother's gay. Then, then go liar. Yeah, because. The whole thing with that is you just want to go, you fucking coos, twat, skank. Like, do you have nothing? I mean, you could do the whole <laughs> breakdown of, why would I be lying about that? What am I talking about? But you just want to attack after that. Yeah, well, it's obnoxious. They're attacking you. It's obnoxious. Of course. Attacking the performance. You're ruining the whole show. But you're the bad guy somehow if you attack. And then later, same show, different woman, ruined a whole bit. I'm building up to this bit. I'm doing my Dead Sea bit. Again, I'm dusting that one off. And it, oh, she was a Dead Sea. It takes uh, a... <laughs> It's, she's a, alive and well, see. Yes. A sea unt. Um, <laughs> but uh, I'm in the bit, and it's a long bit, and it just pays off with this dumb one fucking joke. And it's like a four-minute bit. I'm three minutes and 50 seconds in, and the last line is just like a bang. And it's like uh. one of the big laughs of the whole show. And I, you know, I don't want to do the whole bit, and a lot of you have heard it. It doesn't matter. But I'm like, you know, it's hard for women to dip their vagina in a glass you gotta, and then here comes the big fucking punchline, and she goes, salt bath, salt bath. <laughs> what does that mean? I go, what? I didn't even know what she was saying. I thought she was saying salt bath. I didn't know what the fuck. <laughs> I go, what? What is this? And you have to just stop. Uh, one like that, you have to stop. The sh- when you're at a punchline, 
And they interrupt. You have to stop the whole program. It's all, it's all ruined. It's the whole show's over. So I now I might as well go, all right, so what are you saying? What are you talking about? You've ruined the bit, so let's yeah. have you have some attention. And yep. then they do the thing of, just go. Yes! Just go ahead. Yes! you like, you fucking piece of shit. You ruined the show. Now, now you're acting like, what are you doing? Just go on with the show, right. even though I ruined the whole bit. Exactly. It'd be like if you made a sandcastle and they just kicked it down. You're like, what are you doing? They're like, just keep building. Finish it. The castle's finish ruined, the, you skank. Finish God. the castle. Fucking queef. Uh, I want to put her in a castle dungeon. Uh-huh. You don't hear about dungeons anymore, do you? Hmm. Is there any clubs called the Dungeon, the Comedy Dungeon? I think it's too associated with R. Kelly vibe type uh, stuff. He had right. a dungeon, I believe. Oh, like a rape dungeon? Yeah, yeah. That's probably more popular than a comedy dungeon. Yeah. Well, what's the difference between a dungeon and a basement? One's think, dirtier or what? I think a dungeon's got some... Some bars in there and some like torture devices. Yep. That's a good question. What is the difference between a dungeon and a basement? Alexa, what's the difference between a dungeon and a basement? This might answer your question. Ah, oh, this never works. Starting to get long. Yeah, this is where she always rants and raves. Oh, there all we right, go. all right. So, Don, I don't know if you heard that. Maybe Shelby can plug it in and post. Yeah, plug. Plug it in, Shelby. We, we need. We miss Shelby, by the way. He's not here anymore. He got a job. I think he's like, you what, know. Is he a mailman? What's I, he <laughs> I can't be a mailman. <laughs> that sack is heavy. <laughs> what is he doing? I wonder. Is he dog walking? Is he at a bank? I got, it's got to be something technical, yeah, I bet. Maybe a flight control, something. <laughs> that would be funny. He's up there pushing tin, as they say. Yes, tin. Yeah. Tin man. That's, that's what we'll call Shelby, the tin man, because he's stiff. <laughs> What's the hell? He's that? rubbery, though. He is a little gangly. He's not. I don't know about rubbery. He's got, but he has a uh, nice complexion, you know. Beautiful skin, but he's wiry. Like he feels like yes. a, like a what do you call a pipe cleaner? He can ah. just twist him and twist him to move in certain ways. Maybe he's cleaning pipes, ah. like in prison. Uh, yes, Lincoln, um, he Lincoln might be a dungeon master for all we know. <laughs> Because yeah. he feels like he could be a dungeon master. Because a lot of times there's the dungeon guy who's not. There's a big powerful guy who runs the dungeon, but right. they kind of have like a weaker yes. guy with the keys, yeah, the big the the ring of keys, ah. and he's easily defeatable. You know, but at the, the, right. you're in the jail, and you're like, if I could just get to him, and yes. then eventually get to him and snap his neck or whatever. Yes, master. Yeah. Yeah. One of those guys. And he always laughs. All the Shelby never laughs, but he always over laughs at the bad guy. Like, ah, oh, good one, sir. Yeah, bad posture. A lot of warts is big. Yeah, yeah bad teeth situation. My cock. My, I'm, a, I'm a good dungeon master. Oh, that's right. You got one eye. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, that's a good one on Alexa. She never she never helps us. Nicely done. But if you didn't hear it, it's a medieval thing. Prisoners, basements more just, you know, gets flooded or whatever. Yeah. What um, do you think is the worst comedy club name? Ooh. You, you always hear Chuckle Hut and Uncle Fuck Dick and all that. But skid Marks is my favorite fake oh, one that DePaul I've never heard that. That's great. DePaul would always use Skid Marks and Buffalo, and I would laugh every single time. DePaul has the best names for things. Like, what was the ugly stripper? Oh, Sheetrock. 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 Coming to the stage, Sheetrock. Goes, Please welcome Diamond to the stage. Please welcome Sapphire. Ladies and gentlemen, Sheetrock. Because <laughs> <laughs> he he's bending the pole. He goes, is there a welder in the house? <laughs> He is the best. Man, that's he cool. He is the best. That's classic comedy, which you don't see much of anymore. Oh, my God. He's the best. But uh, anyway, someone tweet at him and tell him we said nice things. He needs to hear that. I would say Funny Farm is bad. 
Something oh, Funny Farm funny stinks. It's that, a farm. There was two of those, one in Youngstown and one in Atlanta. That's why Comedy Cellar is good. It's yes. a basement. It's the Comedy Cellar. It's got a little dignity to it. It's a CC. You got a little alliteration there. Right. Uh, the Comedy Shop I never like because it's such a takeoff of the Comedy Store. Right. And shop is worse than a store. It's a shop. It's a little mom yeah, and pop. Yeah, it stinks. And it's like you stole the thing. What else is bad? But the other one, it's Village Underground is good, too. It's like Village Underground. That one's fun. It's like, yes. It doesn't mean comedy, but it just sounds cool. Yeah, it's kind of legendary. Yeah, like a Lenny Bruce went there or something. What was that? Well, I love the club and I love the guys that ran it, but Motley's in Boston, it never, it didn't make, didn't it wasn't catch. Googleable. It wasn't like comedy yeah. related. You didn't know what it was. Right. You heard Motley's, you just heard, oh, okay, you want to have something... It should be Motley's Comedy House. Yes. Motley's Comedy Club. Even The Vault sounds like a place you go to hear some shit. Well, that was shortened, though. That is the Comedy Vault. Oh, I didn't know and that. And we just called it The Vault. Uh-huh. Mm, what else is should bad? Kept this in The Vault. The Improv stinks. Yeah, not great, but it's, it, it's caught on. It's legendary, so it sounds good, right. but just improv. Improvisation? Why is yeah. that the club name? And it's not improv. That one's... That, oh, that, yeah, good point. Not a great name. Funny Bone, I don't care for. But like the comedy store, I can't tell if it's good or bad because it's just, it's just cemented. I like that one because it's a store. Like It's like a place you go to purchase something, and the thing you're purchasing is comedy. That's true. We're selling comedy. Better than the comedy fa- or laugh factory because that just sounds like gears and yeah, levers. Yeah, that's like goofy. And there's like a Loompa Loompa back there or... By the way, we love all these clubs. Oh, we want to keep working them. Work us, work us. Comedy on State, I like. It's uh, on State Street. We're yeah, comedy yeah. on State Street. Just a bare bones. I like Comedy Works. Comedy Works. It feels it's works. works. Yeah, it's not bad. Like they're uh, like a factory. It's zingier. It's zippy. Baltimore Comedy Factory is good. It was in an old factory. Uh, old factory. Oh, hey, that was always weird. The nose is the old factory. Yeah, what's the new factory? Uh, the asshole? Guess, yeah, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> Winking. Uh, now, what would you name a comedy club? I got something in mind. I've always I've thought about it a lot. I've thought about this, but I don't have it right on the tip of my cock. What do you, what do you got there, Freddy? I got a couple ideas. Oh, One please. I always liked was the Riot House, Ooh. which is named after the Continental Hyatt House. They called the Riot House wow. in L.A., but now it's Riot like laughing that's a laugh the riot, riot house i like and it's that. a house you go to for a riot and the riot house it sounds a little fun like a little dangerous yes the riot house it's a little wild it's a little yes, crazy here a little rowdy um and also i, I might want to add noxie's riot house after my friend kevin knox dear friend who was a mm. great guy he passed away uh-huh. name a club after him you know make it a little thing he yeah. used to have a mullet the o would have a mullet on it i've thought about that too uh-huh. but again that's kind of like motley's where you're like you have to put comedy in there. You got to get comedy in there. They could call it Noxie's Riot House, and then the, the comics just call it, hey, I'm going to Noxie's. Right. But that's a guy I loved. He died of cancer. Great ah. guy. Funny guy. What about the story where he beat that guy up? Yeah, he slapped a comic around because there was a rumor he was stealing, so he kind of smacked him around a little bit while hosting the show. Wow. He was like hosting a, an open mic, and then he would come backstage and, and smack the guy around and then <laughs> bring up the next act. Wow, you it was see, pretty wild. That is a, a, a whole new world. That's a whole different era. Yeah, it was pretty amazing. You great, would never see that now. Great guy, funny guy, died. Comedy really. Uh, I was talking to a comic. I won't. He'll remain nameless. Uh, he was saying that Sarah Silverman showed up to the to the New York Comedy Club. Not a bad name, New York Comedy Club. Simple. Yeah. But Sarah Silverman showed up, and everybody just all these young comics just swarmed her. 
Mm. And jumped on her, and they were like trying bits on her. Like, can I try that? Do you think this is funny? And oh, it was like, because it was so many of them, I think they were trying to one up each other, and there wasn't anybody around to go, hey, what are you doing? Like, at the cellar, they'd be like, hey, leave her. What are you crazy? You're out of here. You know, this is right. the comics table. But so she got swarmed, and the one guy I knew was like, oh, this is so embarrassing. She'll never come back. And he's like, if I, he's from Philly. He's like, if that ever happened in Philly, we would trash that person for years to come about what they did to Sarah Sobin and all that. Like, you got to know your place. And he's like, it's sad to see that that could happen now. And if I trashed them, I'd be the meanie. Right, interesting. There Wait. was some regulation before. Yeah, you got to just trash, I think. I guess so. But sometimes in Boston, there'd be like too much regulation. Ah. too much like bullying and like, yeah, what did you do? You going to do TV, you fucking fag? You don't do that. Right. And you're like, well, I'm just trying to succeed. Yeah, that's There was bad. some of that. It was like they, they get to that. You don't want to have too much bully. You got to have a balance. That's toxic. They're like, oh, look at this guy moving to New York, Mr. New York, that kind of thing. And yeah. you're like, geez, all right. And now you're starting to hide your, your secrets about what you got because you don't want to get shit on. Right, right. Exactly. I remember there was a thing in New York where, uh, I mean, in Boston that kind of affected me in a negative way mm. where there was like a new young comic and he was like, yeah, I get headline or whatever. And I remember there was like some older Boston guys being like not like the successful ones but just like had been around and were mm. doing pretty well and they were like uh, yeah that guy claims he's got 45 minutes he's full of shit you don't have 45 minutes here at least five years in or something like that and i remember being like oh geez i better i better not have time i don't have time i better not say i have time oh so for years i was like i have 20 minutes uh-huh but in reality i had written a lot more stuff but i was like i kept dropping material to be like i only have 20 and i'm not one of these assholes that thinks he has more time oh wow so for like years meanwhile these people that are five years in they go out and headline right like i could have been like i could have been john mulaney right but instead right. i was like no 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 i only have 15 don't worry everybody i'm not one of these jerks that thinks he has material wow like i felt that need to not do well that is upsetting and and uh what do you call it? Hinging? What do you call it? Hindering? Hindering, Hindering. Yes. yes. Hindu. That's hindering, but I respect the fact that you were so worried about these Jews' opinion of you and, and being the right guy that you you, you you adjusted. Yeah, it's weird. It's, like, it's such a balance. That's why it's so hard when you're new. Yeah. Plus, you get so much advice in life, not just comedy, but in life. You get so much advice from like older people, wiser people. But you still don't listen. Yeah. I had it like Dane Cook was like, you're drinking too much. You shouldn't be drunk like this at the club. You got to quit drinking. And I remember being like, what a fucking idiot. Yeah. This guy doesn't dweeb. know what he's talking about. This loser. Square. Meanwhile, I'm just like stumbling around. Everyone's like, look at this drunk asshole. Right. right. But I, I thought this is Dane Cook. He's like a billionaire. The, the top of the right where I want to be. Yeah. And I'm going, shut up, you fucking idiot. Yeah. I've had a few of those where you go, ah, you don't know what you're talking about. And they were completely right. But have you had it where it's where they were wrong? Of course, when they said not to do 20 minutes of material oh, yeah, or whatever. But then we also had the movie uh, When Stand-Up Stood Out, which I love. The whole, they did a whole Showtime documentary about the Boston comedy scene and all those old guys just drank and did drugs and they should have been focused on their career. Mm. And then my generation watched the movie. We were like, wow, that's great. Weird. Yeah. And then we just did it. We just did what they did. <laughs> right. Instead of being like, I better get sober and work right. on my career, we were just like, all right, I'll do what they did. I'll, take, yeah. I'll have what they're having. But also, it was fun as hell. I mean, we had a good time. I mean, I did the same thing. I was blacking out four nights a week, but we had a good time. It was fun. But sometimes, this is like too deep. Sometimes when I look back, I'm like, was I actually happy and having yeah, fun? Or was I actually yeah. just miserable acquiring STDs and pissing everybody off Good and point. Good not point. living up to my potential. It's probably better to be a Mulaney and just cut cut the booze and just work on your career and get a wife and make money. But 
Everyone has their own path, and of you got to do it on your own of timeline course, and your own thing. And uh, you know, you can only do it when you're ready and all that fun but shit. Some of those mornings, though, man. After like you know, going out all night, you have no money. You're drinking drinks. I'm drinking a wine glass off the bar. I'm chugging a beer that I found in the corner. You know, and then those mornings, I'm like, what am I doing? You're on of three course. hours of sleep. You hate yourself. You hate your kids. You hate your wife. Brutal. But now you have a good thing where you're like, all right, I gotta, I gotta. I got to make up for this. I'm a yes. piece of shit. I got to write all day because I'm a piece of shit for last night. Totally. I didn't have that. I would just go, uh, all right, well, I'll just start drinking again. And The guilt the guilt is so effervescent. Right. It's so pungent that I got to get rid of it. Yeah. The only I way just, to get rid of it is go to the gym or hit the books or kill yourself. Yeah, I just wanted to kill myself. But now I'm doing all right. And but Remember that time we stayed up all night at your house? Watching Marx Brothers oh, the movie, Marx smoking Brothers. weed. Oh, yeah. Then the next day we woke up, went to Applebee's. Oh, that was glorious. That yeah. was a great night. I still think about how fun that we was. We watched a movie. We went to the movies. You, me, and Bulger. Yes. Oh, the movies. That was if I start jerking off, don't try to stop me. Yes. That's the hardest I've ever laughed in my life. But it was so childlike. It was so freeing. You know, everybody's like, we went to Cancun and fucked eight whores and rode jet skis. I'm like, I bet I had more fun. Yakking it up with you with a VCR going and a joint and a, and a couple of hooch. And my room was 14 feet by 9 feet. Yes. We just stayed up on top of each other. We spooned and Didn't watched care. duck soup and laughed. I remember I dusted off that thing. that was Comedy All-Stars where it was like Bill Maher and Paul Reiser talking. Oh. Remember that? And Larry Miller. It was like from the 90s and they were all talking. I forgot about I that. I think we watched that. We watched when stand-up stood out and we watched... A bunch of like duck soup and yeah. uh, coconuts or something. Hours of uh, entertainment. Yeah, that was fun. I remember one time going back to DePaulo again. Don't forget to tweet him. We were sitting. Please in the, tweet uh, him. He needs it. We were in the kitchen and I was doing his bit about the. Uh, <laughs> it's the hardest I've ever killed in my life. I was doing his bit about uh, the dildo. His wife bought a dildo and it had more veins in it than Iggy Pop's forearm. <laughs> And she took batteries out of the remote. He's like, I'm crawling around. And she took batteries from the smoke detector. He's like, I'm crawling in a fire. She's having the best orgasm of her life. <laughs> but I did the whole bit. You were on the floor laughing. You spit water everywhere. Oh, man. We were smoking great. weed out of a Mountain Dew bottle. My roommate came in. He's like a 68-year-old Indian. Oh, the Samoan guy. <laughs> called him Samoan. Oh, uh, that was wild. What, did he work in Newark Airport? LaGuardia. Uh -huh. He's still over there. Wow. But we had never, uh, I had never like spoken to him. I was just like, hello, hi. Yeah. And then you came in. You're like, what's with the Samoan right now? his earshot it was i was freaking out i was hiding under a pillow well, you got chief from cuckoo's nest coming home at five in the morning i didn't know what was happening he's more like um you know the guy from the tenenbaums movie i mean uh what do you call it Bogota? Bogota, yeah. Oh, from yeah. like uh, Rushmore and stuff. <laughs> I saw I remember him being huge. I don't know why. Like eight feet tall. No, no, he's like five two. He's, oh. He's heavy. I don't know. I got the heavy, I guess. He, I was he, on the floor when I saw him. Not heavy, but he's like a he's like a he's he's a regular size guy with like a little bit of a belly. But right. uh, great guy. Sweet as pie. Sweet, sweet man. You could tell he just wanted to live. Didn't want to bother anybody. Didn't want to be bothered. Kept out of the way. Yeah, you made me nervous. Having people over made me nervous because I was always afraid someone's gonna walk into his room, which I think happened one time. Uh, Someone stayed over and they thought it was the bathroom, so they just walked into his bedroom. He's like, "Hello." Oh, that's crazy. But uh, great guy. I wish I had. But again, I was a drunk. Like now, I'd spend more time talking to him, hanging out, chatting. That's true. But at the time, I was just drunk, and I was like, "Who's this guy?" And uh, I was I wasn't a great person. Such a funny New York thing. Like looking back, you're like. Oh, yeah, that guy lived with you. But if you put that in a movie, people would be like, who is this? 
This yeah, is like yeah. some classic New York poor guy shit. Yeah, they'd be like, this doesn't even make sense. Who would ever just live with a middle-aged Indian guy yeah. they don't really know? Never t- It's like the half-baked thing with the guy on the couch. Yes, that was, that was Stephen like that. Wright. Stephen Wright, exactly. Boston, stand up, sit out. Yeah, he's the best part of that movie. That's oh. a great movie. If you haven't seen it, go watch it. I don't know where you can find it. but It's around. I got the DVD. Maybe it's on Showtime or... It might be, actually. It, that, it was originally on Showtime. Maybe it's on... Amazon. Speaking of which, I want to plug Nick Griffin's special. Oh! Go watch his special. It's called, uh, what's it called? I already forget. Cheer up. Cheer up. Nick Griffin, cheer up. It's on Amazon or whatever. Go buy it. Support this guy. Yeah. One of the funniest comics on the planet. I mean, joke after joke. Perfect joke. All great. He's such a great writer. Great comic. Been doing it for 800 years. Y- you're missing out. He's the most underrated guy out there. Yeah, probably. One of the best comics ever. I've mentioned him on the show a lot. I think he did nine Letterman's. He did my show. So Monday, this past Monday, yes. a week ago, Hit now eight it. days ago, we got our show. Michelle Wolf and I do it. We've done about five of these. We call it Michelle and Joe Save the World or Earth, Wind, and Funny. Uh-huh. That was Keith Robinson's title that he came I up like with. I like it. I think I talked about this before. They made a poster where it was me and Michelle and uh, the Earth with like uh-huh. the headshots. And then underneath it said Earth, Wind, and Funny. But the way the poster was made, it made it seem like I was the wind. Oh, uh, yes. It was Earth with a picture of Earth, Funny with a picture of Michelle, and then Wind. Oh, that's a bummer. And it was me. I'm the wind. It's like your Ringo. I don't want to be the wind. No. Although wind is whimsical. You know, everybody loves the wind. Bob Dylan song, Caught in the Wind, you know, Blowing in the Wind. You can uh, sailboats. Yeah, farts. Wind farms. Ah, uh-huh, windmill. <laughs> that's something. All right. Uh, winder, winder, chicken dinder. <laughs> <laughs> That's a stretch, but <laughs> that wasn't good. Whatever. Woo! Wind is good, but yes. you know you don't want to be you don't want to be described as windy as a comic. No, a lot no. of wind. That's what I would say. Like you know, Lewis Black is like a big windbag. Right. We should start using that. How how's that guy? If they're like too preachy, with no a little windy, a little windy. I like it. Start that and suck their dicks, which I think is catch. By the way, catch it on. Oh, which I gotta say. So I go to Fat Black yesterday. And I got my little fat black crew. It's me, Big Dick Rogers, Caitlin Palufo, his wife, Isabel Hagen, and uh, I had Sarah last night. Probably too many. <laughs> a lot of openers. Uh, yeah, big, Jesus big Christ. Four. What are you, Cat Williams? But we, we had a nice little crew. We've been doing it. Well, it's been those three, Steve, Caitlin, Isabel, but then Sarah was around, so I said, well, come by, do the show. What are you going to do? What are they doing, three each? They did ten each. Jeez! And then I do 45. All right. Oh, well, you okay. think about it, on the road, you do 15 and 25. That's, That's true. Boop, 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 boop. 40, That's four people point. doing 10, boom. But it is a lot to get used to. There's a new person, a right. new person, a new person. And uh, the crowds are not always hot. That's a tough Fat one. Black. It's the couches, and I think there's a lot of B squad. Like, we couldn't get into the cell. We're going to the Fat Black. Uh-huh. But, and yeah. the lighting's weird. They're on couches. They're, they're right on top of you, but in a bad way almost. Yeah. Their feet are on the stage. Yes. They're also holding, like, biscuits yes. and mozzarella sticks and yes. menus. Hold I had a guy it. with a menu on his head and a water on his shoulder and a hot dog in his hand and a yeah. you know shoe up his ass. It's too much. Um, but it's it's still fun. I appreciate it. You get to work out. So I said to everybody, hey, come meet me at Waverly Diner, my favorite diner right over here on 6th Avenue. Good-looking diner. Fun trivia question. Ooh. little Louis C.K. trivia. First restaurant he ate in publicly after the whole debacle. Ah. Him and I. He said, well, let's see what this is all about. And wow. it was fine. Wouldn't that be weird? Like, let me go eat outside. Oh, <laughs> That's what it was like. He's like, let's see what this life. is. And uh, it was quite an experiment. But one guy came over. This is uh, a year ago now. It's great. The whole thing was like two years ago. Yeah, it's flying by. Anyway, not, well, not, not for him. Not for him, <laughs> not, yeah. um, <laughs> 
But anyways, so I go to the Waverly Diner. I love it. I say, hey, come meet me over there. It's me, Sarah, Steve, Isabel. We have a good time. There was like that thing where you can't get the menu to come over, the, the waiter to come uh, over. Yeah. He won't come over. Then it's like all of a sudden we're there an hour and a half early. All of a sudden it's 7.45, 7.50, and I'm like, I, I, give me a waffle here. I got a show, pal. Step on it. Yes. He comes over. It's like 8.23. Luckily, Caitlin went straight there. We bomb over there. I got a full waffle in my belly. We start the show. We're about to start the show. The crowd is lined up to go mm -hmm. in, and a young, lovely girl, attractive young woman, leans over and says, hey, suck their dicks. Oh! How about that? Oh! How about that? Oh, come on! This is like a misconnection. So whoever you are, God bless you. Tweet wow. at us. I love you. I mean, this girl, and, and a, a good-looking young girl. Oh, my God. Not like a, not some old haggerty bag, yeah. bag of bones. I mean, that's wife material right there, if you ask me. The lean-in with the suck-their-dicks and good-looking and coming to your comedy show. Come on! This, this girl's MVP. Very exciting, and you're like, it's like a... It reminds me of uh, the Seinfeld, where she whispers, don't call me, you either. You know, and it oh, reveals that she was the sex lady. Right. It was like that kind of thing where you're like, whoa, the yeah. whole time. I, anytime a woman, an attractive woman leans in to tell me something, I think it's going to be, you're going to jail. Yeah, I'm going to ruin your life. Yeah. <laughs> you suck, you're small dick, you're sucking bad, I'm gay, you're gay. I'm just terrified. I still have the glove. You're like, no, no, yes, the glove. Yes, I kept the condom. Uh, but anyway, so that was exciting. So we had some some gays in there, some twos gays. Go gays. And that was fun because for a moment, we did the episode came out that day. And I was like, oh, let me try this. Is this funny at all? I saw a nipple in the park, and they were like, whoa, Tuesday, because I just told the story. <laughs> right, right. The joke bomb, but they were happy to hear ah. something they heard on the podcast. So thank you, uh, gays, for coming out. Please write in. Message us, this this gal. I'm just, I just want to see what, what she's all about. All right. All right. I'm not Take saying, it easy. I'm not Take saying, it easy. I'm not, uh, no one's going on out for coffee here, or no <laughs> assholes are going to wink. I'm just, I'm just blown away by this whole scenario. That's another thing we got to start. No assholes are going to wink. Uh -huh. Hey, I came to the show. No assholes are going to wink. That's a good thing for meeting up, but no one's fucking. Right, right, right. Yeah, we, me and her had dinner. No assholes are going to wink, but yeah. uh, we're having dinner. Some say platonic. We say no asshole winking. No assholes are going to wink. Too small to cancel. Windy. What was the other one? Windy. And, and suck their suck dicks. Their dicks. And don't forget, uh, you know, uh, what is it? Lunch That's and lunch. Um, Fatty, the dry sock after up, a wet up, sock. Yeah. We got a lot of things we're trying to get into the. It's a big T-shirt. Into, into the book here. Hey, oh, gotta tell you about Away bags. I love Away. They're the best business and travel. I love their luggage. I'm looking at one right now, literally sitting on my floor, stacked to the gills with clothing and panties and spanks. And it's going to close up perfectly because it's got a compression system that smushes it all up. You can I got a carry-on. I bring this thing everywhere. There's all kinds of sizes. Carry-on, bigger carry-on, uh, overnight, large, whatever you want to call it. It's got an iPhone. It's got a battery in it with USB. This thing charges five iPhones. Five! I love the Away. Look, you've heard about all the luggage I've lost. Not, I'm not losing this thing. I need it. It's lightweight. It's strong. I can throw it around, much like my ex-wife. Hey, hey! It's designed to last a lifetime. Everything's made with premium German polycarbonate, just like my ex-wife. All right. The interior, it's got the patent-pending compression system. They have backpacks, organizers. They've got it all. You know how expensive luggage can be? Not this. This is a decent price for a hell of a product. They offer a lifetime warranty. If anything breaks, they'll fix it for you for life. That's pretty good. And they'll give you a 100-day trial, baby. If any 
point you decide you don't want this puppy, send it back for a full refund. 100, 100 days. That's pretty good. Some of us might not live that long. Free shipping, too, to any state outside of Hawaii and Alaska. But let's face it, they don't want to be with us anyway. $20 off a suitcase. Visit awaytravel.com slash Tuesdays20 because you get $20 off. That's why. Awaytravel.com slash Tuesdays20. Use promo code Tuesdays20 during checkout. Tuesdays. Get on it. 20 bucks off. Tuesdays and the number 20 at the end for 20 bucks off. That's the promo. Awaytravel.com slash Tuesdays20. Use promo code Tuesdays20 at checkout. But uh, no heckles last night. Fun show. I don't remember. I got nothing. This is one of those ones where you think you have stuff, but well, you don't really have much. Oh, but I didn't even tell the Earth, oh, Wind, oh, and Funny. Yeah, Sorry. Yeah, yeah. So I do Earth, Wind, and Funny, and uh, it's Michelle and I. We do the thing. We give them the money to the rainforest, which, yes. by the way, nobody even knew. We go up on stage together, which is always fun. We make it weird. Sure. And uh, She's a good laugher. Good laugher, and like she'll go for it. She's doing rape jokes. We're oh. doing like women getting hit jokes. and uh, I love it. Love the wolf. By the way, nobody in the audience they don't they don't know it's a rainforest. In our mind, we're doing a rainforest benefit. Mm. Nobody knows. They just came to see a show. They don't see the flyer with her on it. I, I assume she's selling some tickets here. There's no flyer. That that was an old flyer. Ah, this the is old just like radio flyer. now. It just they just sell it out or whatever. Got it. And uh, we just talked about the rainforest and saving the rain. The whole crowd's like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" Uh, yeah. It wasn't until the end of the show we went back on stage. We we're like, "Did you guys know this is a benefit for the rainforest?" And 100 percent of the people were like, "What? No." Oh wow. Well, but we had a great show. Her and I go up. We go do our set together. Then Nick Griffin, who's the best, check out his special. The King. Oh my God, he's so funny. By the way, just slept in the uh, some Montreal airport. Like that's how humble the guy is. He just he just doing the road. He eats out of a vending machine and fucking sleeps at airports. He's the best. He got a great joke about how he's all depressed and everything. He goes, for a while I thought I was lonely. Then I spent some time with people, and uh, that wasn't it. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a million of them. One of the best. He goes up, kills. One of the best. Then Keith Robinson goes next. He's one of the, my favorite guys Most ever. He's funnier than Keith are. He kills. Then we're trying. We got the show's a little light on booking. I got uh, Ryan Hamilton, Keith Robinson, Nick Griffin, and Michelle's been on vacation out in Hawaii celebrating her special. That'll be coming out on Netflix. Keep an eye out for it. Mm-hmm. So I go, we should probably get one more. So we send out some feelers, and uh, she goes, I got Anthony DeVito. But I tweeted at, not tweeted at, but uh, DM'd Jim Gaffigan, uh-huh. saying, hey, you got kids. We're doing a benefit for the rainforest over here. It's yeah. the Earth's lungs. Stop by, do a set. And uh, no, I don't hear back from him, which I don't expect to. Sure. Keith Robinson's on stage. Then all of a sudden, I get a notification that says from Jim Gaffigan says, I'll be there in five minutes. So I go, hey, all right, we got Gaffigan coming. That's exciting. Very exciting. And just to get the the answer back. Yeah, it feels good. So then, and then he goes, FYI, and they gave me his number. So that feels nice. Ah, You're in the mix. You know, I'll never text him, but it just feels nice to have these numbers in your phone. Completely. You ever do this? You ever, uh, someone's looking over your shoulder, and you're like, hold on, I gotta gotta just quickly do it. You kind of... Show him some of those numbers no. on there. Oh, sorry. That's Jim Gaffigan. Don't worry about that. <laughs> I Yikes. never thought of that. What's Eddie Murphy doing in there? Right, right. Well, he likes trans. Because you can write any name in there. That's true. That's a good point. You can just throw Barack Obama in there. Be like, ah, oh, don't worry. Barry and I, we fuck. Well, as a single man, every number in my phone was uh, Big Tits McDonald's, you know? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, Jenny uh, Pizza Hut. That's a great <laughs> story. Uh-huh. Have you ever tell that one or joke? No. I love uh, I think it was Tommy Jonigan's story. But uh, would say, you know, back in the day, years ago, 
he would have all the girls in there as like you know milwaukee crazy feet yeah you know big tit nipple head right and uh you know they're getting on the plane and he's talking to johnny he goes man i could have i could have fucked two kids last night <laughs> she's in the phone as two kids right she's got two he's uh, like, ah, i wish i had fucked two kids and the people are going fuck two kids what oh that's that's a, a bit or a johnny it's bit. just a story I oh, think it's a real thing that happened that's hilarious like he's getting on the plane and he's like i gotta fuck two kids <laughs> should we bleep the name nah i think that's all right right that's a story yeah it's a comedy story but i mean is a classy cat but i think we're fine yeah this is years ago 10 years ago oh yeah. more than 10 years ago actually he was gay then all right anyways well i don't know what his situation is but anyways i don't like to tell tales out of school of course sure we have not graduated nope so the show is great. Gaffigan shows up, and then in the, Michelle and I are alternating hosts because we go on together. Then it'll go me, then her, right. then me, and then Ryan Hamilton's going next. Gaffigan's he's funny. He kicks in the door. He goes, "They said I could go on. Can I go on?" You know, he's a goofball. I love that. That's fun. And I go, "Yeah." And then Hamilton goes, "Do you want to go next?" Like she's go- you got to get her though. She's going up on stage right now. So he's like, "I'll go next." He throws his bag down. He's got to like show her. That he's next to right. that move. Oh, of course. So he's like lighting himself underneath his face, like ghost story style. And That's like, terrifying. She's doing, she doesn't give a fuck. She's doing a joke about, you know. Fetuses dying. Yeah, exactly. And then sees like old clean pants <laughs> shining the light. So she brings up Gaffigan. It's Wolf bringing up Gaffigan. You're like, this is like star power oh, here. Oh, you're a lot of pale. And he, ki- I mean, he is just like obviously one of the greats of all time. Sure kills for about 20 and then he's so he's so sweet and humble he's like where's the light am i getting the light i was like i wasn't gonna light you you're fucking jim gaffigan yeah was the the crowd pop big pop and it it always is the same situation with these drop-ins they never go crazy till they see the person yeah they don't believe it i don't know what the psychology is yes but you go jim gaffigan they go whoa yeah, like it's yeah. not till they see the person, no matter what. Every crowd. It's reality. I mean, it, it hits you. You know, it's like that's why I can't get in the god. I'm waiting to see him. Right. But check out my cock. I will say that Keith Robinson. You want to talk about name dropping and and showing up at shows. First night at the cellar. Finally working there. I'll pass the audition. I'm going on. Keith hobbles downstairs and goes, all right, you're up, young brother, whatever. And he goes, uh, next up, you guys are in for a real treat. This guy's great. And I was like, oh, my God, he's being so nice to me. Jerry Seinfeld. The crowd goes ape shit, and I have to go on. <laughs> That's how oh, he brought me he up. he brought you up a Seinfeld. Yeah. Oh, jeez. And, I mean, what a boner killer when that showed up. They're like, who is this dweeb? Well, that's what's interesting about Keith. I think I told this story recently. He will fuck. He doesn't even need an audience. One time he gave me the wrong, at the, at the cellar, to get in the bathroom, you have to press a code to get downstairs. Sure. It's like a secret code for customers only in comics or whatever. And he gave me the wrong code mm-hmm. just to watch me not be able to get into the bathroom. Oh, uh, yeah. But there was no one at the table. It was just him. Ah, uh, so sure. He'll just bust balls when there's no audience. Yes. Like, I'm like, so you're just doing this just to be mean to me. Like, and he's laughing at himself. Of he course. loves it. It's in him. Most people don't just trash or fuck with someone when it's just one-on-one of course you're like well this, this is crazy that yeah. guy's he's the best well i remember james smith who's a funny comic australian cat oh very funny he would he was the biggest ball busting uh ruin your life prank guy and all these people would walk up to the cellar table and go oh where's the bathroom you go right in there and he would just point to the, uh, kitchen, the kitchen and he would just eight people going in the kitchen in and out and they'd, they'd go what there's no one in there and so you could hear some african guy like get out get out of here <laughs> <laughs> like these people are terrified <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, they come up with a blood diamond. Yes, diamond in the rough. 
sheetrock. I can't do the horse sound. I do the trunk, the whole thing. It was great. Oh yeah, classically uh, funny. Well, this is a real. This is a trip down memory lane. This I know. podcast. Well, you want to get on the lane? Yes. I, I had a wacky night last night. I got to bring up. You know the mopeds. Uh, it's a staple now in my in my life. People are talking. A lot of messages. A lot of tweets about it. <laughs> I did five sets last night, and. I, I go, hey, I'm bringing the hog out. This is the perfect night for the hog. It's 75 degrees. I'll throw on a light jacket. Are we calling it a hog now? I'm calling it a hog. Okay. Did you name it? Do you name a bike or is that just a boat? I think you name it. Yeah. You see, should a, name it. A boat, you name a lady. This is, I don't want to get on a lady and, and ride it. Maybe Bill? A Bill's not bad. All right. All right. I'll call it Bill until you come up with something better. I like hog. All but, right. We'll do hog. Bill Hog. Bill Hogg. You know, I grew up on Hogg Memorial Drive. Ah. Yeah. Wow, a lot of fat chicks. All right, so you're on right, Billy the Hog. So, I'm on the Hog, Bill, and, uh, you know, it's purring nicely, and me and the lady go out and have a couple beers. You know, she's like, I got out of work early. It's a beautiful day. We go sit at Wogie's on Greenwich Ave and have a couple of pops in the in the summertime sun. Sounds made up. Now, true story. We go out there, and then I go, oh, shit, I got to get to the stand and she goes, well, I'm going to get some food. I'm going to go to this place over here. And I go, get on the hog. I'll drive you to the food, and then I'll go to the stand. Wow. So now <clears throat> I got the hog cooking. Blah, 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 blah. I got the whore on the back. We go down to the, the food place, and she's going, I got to tell you, this 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 bill is is hitting exactly my clit. That's the thing with bikes. The women love the bikes. I had no idea. I thought oh. that was a myth. No, that's no myth. They come everywhere. Yeah, so she, I, she's holding me for dear anal, and I'm going, blah, 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 blah. we're at the red line. She's like, I'm getting off. Like, not off the <laughs> off bike. The I'm getting off. Uh, this is it, it feels exactly like my vibrator. It just smells like gasoline. Wow. And... Uh, so I was like, wow, this is hot. So she's hugging me. I can feel her legs clamping, you know? I was like, this is amazing. I never thought I'd be this guy. I never thought I'd have that moment in my life where I'm going, ba 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 and she's going, I'm so turned on. Wow. That's not my life. Bye-bye, kids. That's from me, myself, and Irene. So I drop her off, and she's all hot and bothered. I had to give her a couple napkins. And I pop over to the stand. Stavros is a show. Boy, he's got some killer stuff, by the way. He's, he's oh, in, I love Stavros. He's in the zone. That's a fun show. He's got that every Tuesday. Yes. I feel like when people have their own show every week, they end up getting stronger and yeah, stronger. Yeah, pumping it out. And he, you can tell he has his own fans there. So it's just a great night. I get back on the hog to go to the next set, but I got like a half hour or 45 minutes. I got plenty of time. Greg Stone, Rachel Feinstein, and Anthony DeVito there, and they're having a good time. They're, they're cooling out and drinking and everything. And they go, let's see the bike. And I go, all right. And I go, I got to run, though. So I, I try to start it. It won't start. And I go, oh, this is embarrassing. And they're going, everything all right? And it's so embarrassing because was like, the bike, here we go. We've heard about it. All right. And then just, rah, rah. you know, nothing. I look like an idiot. Oh, boy. And, you know, there's already you know, the, the bike jokes. And, uh, you know, anytime a comic does something outlandish, you, you, you got to cut it down. Or anything different. Anything Not even outlandish. Different. You wear a hat. People are like, what are you, a hat guy exactly. now? You piece of shit. You wear a hammer loop on your jean. You're a fucking mechanic all of a sudden. It's a whole thing. They'll find it. Even if you're eating a hot dog, the hot dog is the focus. All right. You know, that's how comics are. So the bike won't start, and uh, I'm so embarrassed. I feel like a kid again. We're like, I can't get it going. I, I can't get it up. And so I go, well, let's get a drink. Let's get a drink. You know, I, so I have to walk them back inside. And then when they get drink, they start talking. I run back out and try to start. It was right. so, so embarrassing. You're like Clark Griswold with the, the lights, the Christmas lights. I'm the lights. Mm -hmm. Yes. Hanukkah. So now I'm so embarrassed that I just... Pop the kickstand and just walk it around the corner. 
Ah. So I can start it in peace and not be embarrassed. Right. And uh, still nothing, nothing. I mean, it'll go like, chick, 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 boo, chick, chick, boo. Oh, it my just, God. It, and I'm like, ah, oh, what am I doing with my life? I hate myself. Well, it is from the 40s, this thing. 1986. Okay. So I was like, what did I? What am I doing wrong? I'm changing the fuck with the choke. I'm turning the reserve gas. I'm playing. I'm tinkering. I'm like a man down there. I take my jacket off. I roll the sleeves up. I have a cigarette. I'm, I'm tinkering. I'm hating blacks. The you, whole thing. You took the jacket off, then you rolled the sleeves up? Shirt sleeve. Ah, I see. Yeah, it's hot out. So <laughs> I go, fuck it. I, the clock's ticking. So I have to I walk it to New York Comedy Club, like 20 blocks. Oh, my God. blocks, whatever this is it is. humiliating. Humiliating. I'm in the street. Bikes are passing me because I can't get it on the sidewalk. It's too clunky. Oh, my God. So Poor now, Bill. Oh, my God. I suck. So I park it. And uh, I try to start it again at New York Comedy Club. It kind of bucks, but it won't catch. Mm. And some guy walks by and goes, that's out of gas. Oh, I go, oh, jeez, the gas. I forgot about gas. Oh, my God. How could you forget gas? about gas? I forgot gas existed. I live in New York. I got a, I got a moped. I have a gas situation myself. When I rent a car, I forget about the gas. Yes. Because it feels, you rented it. It's someone else's. Right. They get the gas. It should be full. Yep. So I guess when the guy gave it to me, it was low or whatever, you know, because it goes 8,000 miles to the gallon. But so now I'm like, all right, well, let me Google gas station. Google gas. There's nothing. This is Manhattan. There's one on FDR. All the way to the east side. Yes. And there's one on 8th Avenue. Yeah, you got to go all the way east or all the way west. So I go, fuck, I got three more sets. So I lock the bike up. Everybody's making fun of me. Out of gas. You're an idiot. Blah, blah, yeah. Do the set. I run to the cellar, do the set. I run to the the VU, do a set, and then I go, I guess I got to go pick up the bike. But I don't want to pick it up. I'm mad at the bike. Yeah, you hate the bike. So I'm sitting there with Che and Schultz and Sam and Phil Hanley. It was such a good hang. Then Wolf shows up. Now we all start pounding him. Wow, what a hang. It was a killer hang. It was Minus a, a couple. Epic, as they say. Mm-hmm. So now we're putting them back. We're putting them back. These kids can booze, man. You know, Che's an animal and Wolf's a fucking deviant. And we're having a great time. Now I look at my watch. It's 3.30. Oh, like, oh Billy. I, I still got to pick up the bike. It, somebody will snag that thing if I leave it out there. Billy, don't be a hero. I know. Fuck Bill Burr. So I got to walk. I'm drunk now. It's 4 a.m. I get the bike. Now I got to walk it all the way back. I don't get home till fucking 5, 10. Jesus. I'm sweaty. I smell like anal. I come in. The, the lady's like, where the hell have you been? What have you been doing? You've been fucking a grease monkey? And this whole thing. So the bike has finally bitten me. But after you leave, I'm going to walk that puppy over to 8th Ave and fill that tank Oh, up. you still haven't got the gas. No, I was too late. I was like, ah, I'm going to bed. Wait, there might be one closer to that than here, isn't there? There used to be one on Broadway Lafayette. There was like a big one. That's gone. Remember that oh, one on Houston? Oh, yeah, Houston. There was a huge one. Gone. Wow. They, the condos, man. No kidding. Brutal. Yeah, the west side's got a bunch of them. And then Queens, you can get some, but you, don't wanna, you can't walk to Queens. Obviously, I got to get the... The George Wash. But wow. Yeah, brutal. So out of gas. But we had a great night, and, you know, we drank a bunch and laughed and talked about the Chappelle special. Did you see it? I haven't watched it ah! yet. Last night I got home, but I was too tired. It was a long day. I went to the U.S. Open all day, and then I had my show, and uh, it was just to too exhausted. I, I didn't want to watch it when I was exhausted. Right, right. But uh, I'll get to it. I heard it's great, although I'm going on vacation today, so I don't know when I'll see it, but I'll see it. All right. I don't I think it's it. his best writing, but I think some of the points are so brilliant that you're like, wow. Well, maybe I'll watch it this afternoon before I leave. Uh-huh. But with the, when the U.S. Open's going, I got I watch all the tennis. I get very excited. I went out there yesterday, my favorite time of the year. Oh, how was that? I feel so stupid. 
for booking this big vacation during my favorite two weeks to be in New York. Uh, and I'm in another country. I can't even watch the fucking tournament. I'll have to just check it on my gay, dumb app. But uh, it was fun. I go out every year. I love it. Not, not, no story, really. But took the seven train out there as usual. I love pulling in. I love that old boardwalk. If you don't yes. go, you got to go check it out. It's great. Is it Flushing or is that? That's board? Flushing. Yeah, okay. yeah. You got out to Flushing and uh, tickets to the big stadium. I saw uh, Simona Halep was my favorite player ever and uh, very sexy. Yeah, had a breast reduction Ooh, for tennis reasons. That's a bummer. Yeah, no, it's exciting. They're suck, better now. Suck their dicks. Naomi Yosaki, who I love, and uh, got to see her win. Simona Halep won, and then I went and watched uh, Wozniak. Carolina Wozniacki ah. and a lot of dames. The Waz. Yeah, it was really fun. And up the wazoo. Then left there, went to Fat Black, had Waverly. This is like a Tarantino story. Yeah, going backwards. But let me ask you this. Sure. This is a Throw dumb at me. a dumb tennis question. Sure. Ignoramus over here. Is it every year? Because it feels like you're at the US Open three times a month. It's every year. Well, that's what I was saying. It's funny because I was saying to Sarah, the problem with going to sporting events, doing things every year, it makes the years fly by. You realize the time. You start getting older, and I'm like, I feel like I was here fucking three weeks ago. Yeah. It's crazy, and uh, as you get older, it's a sad fact of life. Time goes quicker. Yes. Because it's a, it's a smaller percentage of your life. Exactamundo. When you're four, one year is 25% of your life. Right. When you're 39, 1%, I'm 37, one, one year of your life is 139th. Right. Like when right. you're 100 a year is 1% of your life. I know. And then when somebody goes, you know, you got about 40 summers left, you're like, whoa. Yeah. Wow. When you put it like that, I got to get laid. Well, from the climate reports I'm reading, we might have fucking 11 left. Yeah, that's, that's what they wild. say. Hurricane coming. Yeah, a lot of coming. Yeah, a lot coming. Everything's come, tornadoing. Come, Everything's coming. a heat change and a glade. They had a, a funeral for the glaciers. Oh, it's all crazy. It's like 14,000 gallons of come a day and then they say the salmon are gay now it's, yeah. it's a whole Nostradamus out there it's not it's not a pretty picture but i think there's ways out they can invent our way out carbon capture we got to plant trees eat less beef and i stopped eating beef just because of uh reflux ah so you're you're fighting the good fight I'm, on accident i'm part of the solution Beef um, is bad. Those cows, they, they queef and it, they wink. Exactly. They fart and burp. And, uh, the you cows, know. they're windy. Yeah, windy windy cows. They're killing the ozone, which is kind of nice. It's like, hey, the cows are doing it. All right. We, we, hold on. We got we to spice it up. We one of our best episodes ever. We got 10 minutes left. Oh, sorry. I'm afraid we're getting too sad, and we're going to have people tweeting oh, at yeah. us saying we're a fucking idiot, tree-hugging fucking losers. All right. All right. But anyways, yeah, try to cut down on the beef and, uh, you know, vote for someone that acknowledges science. Well, um, we just got shut down. Yeah, they hate us. They hate me. Whatever. They like you. They hate me. What can you do? No. I'll kill no, myself. You got, you got the hot chick sucking your dick at uh, Fat Black. Nah, she just said to suck their well, dicks. You know what and, I mean. uh, what, what can was, you do? What was the other one? Suck, lick their balls? Well, you can eat their... You can do varieties oh, of this. Suck their dicks, eat them out. Yeah. And then uh, if, they, if you bomb, they, they uh, couldn't get them up. You couldn't get them up. Couldn't get them up. That or, one sounds uh, like a real one. Nah, I couldn't get them up. Couldn't get them up. That one's pretty good, actually. Yeah, I like that. I like that also. But um, anyways, I'm off to Europe for a while. Woo! I leave tonight. Going to London. Red Eye. Yep. And uh, what do you think of this? Here's something. I don't know if this is a story. I had a real... We had the park hang on Sunday. 
I had a classic Larry David Seinfeldian situation. Don't you love when you have like, this is a Seinfeld? Completely. So uh, my friend uh, Isabel, you know her, she went to buy, she went to go to the bathroom. I said, hey, uh, Iz, why don't you grab me a hot dog, if you don't mind? You're Because the hang, you don't want to leave the hang. No, no. You're sitting, we're all sitting in a big circle. You got your good circle spot. I I like who's next to me, you know? Yeah. And I I just hold in a piss all day. I'm in the sun. I'm in the grass. I'm I'm not going anywhere. I love it. Do you give her cash? No, fuck her. All right. Well, that comes into play. All right. So she gets up, and uh, she earlier she went and got a hot dog. I go, well, well you got to offer the hot dog. If you're going to the hot dog stand, you got to say, anyone want a hot dog? Yeah, because that's a trip. That's it's a whole trip, and it's just you know, it's just thoughtful thinking. Yes. Come on, we're a group, bitch. Yeah, you cunt. So then she goes, I'm gonna go to the bathroom. I said, Hey, how about that hot dog? Ah. Uh-huh. So she said, Oh, great, no problem. I got your hot dog. I said, Nothing on it. I got the silent re. It's a whole situation. Now, would you, if you didn't have a silent re, would you get a condom? I'd get a big ketchup. I'm a ketchup oh, on a hot dog ketchup guy. Ketchup guy. A lot American. of ketchup. I'm yeah. a mustard cunt. I don't care for mustard. <laughs> all right. So the mustard is off the hot dog. So she leaves. Cut We're the sitting mustard. there. We're all talking. I'm, I, in the back of my mind, I'm excited about my hot dog. Yes. Now, now there's two words in hot dog. What's one of them? Hot. Yes, sir. So we're sitting there. We've got a little card game. Go. I don't know what the hell we're talking about. Tits or cum or business. Nipples. And all of a sudden, I see her out in the distance. It's her and uh, maybe Chloe Radcliffe. You know her? Oh, yeah, yeah. Sweet as pie. Nice, that that nice girl's an, an angel. Yes. So they're out there in the distance. I see them coming. So I start tasting the hot dog. Oh, yeah, you're salivating. I'm salivating. Pavlov's yep. hot dog. Excellent word. Excellent reference. I love all of it. That could be a title. Shelbo. Hey, Shelby. He's, He's not going to get this far into it. No, he already left after the dungeon master. <laughs> Talk. <laughs> that hump and uh, the keys. Yes, master. I was going to say the same thing. So anyways, I see her in the distance, and I'm going, all right, I'm trying to keep the conversation going and act like I'm not salivating. But yes. I got one eye over here. My eyes just go independently. I got uh-huh. one eye on the dog and one eye on my, you know, uh, friend Reader. over here. Yes. And I'm going, yeah, yeah, The Godfather's great. It's a great film, whatever. <laughs> But really, I'm thinking about the hot dog. Now, I look over here. I look back up. Now, now her and Chloe and the hot dog have all stopped to chat and Uh, meet a cat 10 feet away. A cat? There's a group 10 feet away. Ironically, if you remember last week's episode, it was the woman whose nipple was exposed. Uh, She had a kite and a cat. A cat kite. A cat kite. Uh Uh-huh. A cat kite bar. So she's give me a break. She's got a cat and a kite and a nipple. Yeah, well, that's a good group. And they stop to chat with the cat. Ah, the cat chat. But this goddamn bitch has got my hot dog. Oh, the cat stopped the dog. Now you can. <laughs> as a as, it's very Seinfeldian. You don't stop on a hot dog run. That's so true. You gotta bring finish the trip. Bring the hot dog. Drop it off. Then go back to the cat. Right. Also, you don't want to be petting a fluffy bitch with a dog in your hand. And the cat's got nine lives. You you got time. You got time. If they could die seven times, you can still chat with the cat. Yes, a hot dog doesn't always land on its feet. But <laughs> exactly. a cat does. So she's sitting there for like 10 minutes. And I've got everyone, I'm going, look at this. This fucking dame's got a hot dog of mine. And the word starts to spread. The whole group's like, this is crazy. This. And some people are like, well, she's stopping to chat with the cat. I'm like, you don't stop. And then somebody brings up the point, well, did you did you give her money for the hot dog? Uh, I go, that's irrelevant. Uh, that's irrelevant. But if you had given her money, there might be more of a pressure to deliver it. No, oh, maybe the pressure. I can't tell, but... I'm with you, though. That is kooky. Also, first of all, you can't enjoy a cat while you're holding the dog in your hand. No, well, I think here's the thing. I think, you know, she's a she's a shy lady. I think Chloe wanted the cat, but she didn't know how to leave the group because she's like, are we a pairing? Because they went all the way there together. That's right. So she didn't want to bail on the Chloe, so yep. she just had to meet the cat. That makes 
makes sense. So she's talking to the cat because of the clothes. Right. <laughs> Meanwhile, my dog is getting cold. Now I got a cold dog. Ah, and a hot cat. And it was a shit dog to begin with. On a tin roof. Yeah. <laughs> it was a shitty dog. Of so course. finally, after about 10 minutes, I get my dog. I go, what the fuck are you doing, you, you piece of shit? Yeah, it's probably got a hairball on it. So I go, Thank, thanks for nothing. And then I can't have any condiments because I got silent Reese. Now it's just a dry fucking old hot dog uh, with cat fur on it. You got a movie hot dog. Yeah, I would have liked to... You know, claw. I don't know. I'm trying to do another cat reference. But yeah. It's a hell of a tail. Thank you. Well, but here's the clinker. Is that cat didn't even enjoy her. The cats don't want to be bothered by some skank with a dog. Cats don't give a shit. No. But anyways, I got my dog. I still appreciate it, but I said, I'm not giving you money for the hot dog. I'd pay you back if it was a good hot dog, but it's a shitty hot dog, so you're going to have to eat the money. Wow. So I mean, we're old friends. It's did fine. she... Did you uh, air your grievances about this cat situation to her? Right there and then, oh, as soon as she wow. got there. And I think a lot of people now, people don't, you know, we got a relationship or whatever, we're friends, so, and I've bought her a couple of breakfasts, don't get me wrong. Uh-huh. So it's not a big whatever, but I think a couple of people were like, this guy's a piece of shit. Because right. people don't, something, this new groups, you got people bringing right. in other people. So I think some people are like, Jesus Christ, don't ever do a favor for this psychopath. Abusive. Uh, but anyways, I'm all, it's all a joke anyways, but. I do think you got hot food. You got to make the delivery. Yeah, of course. It was this uh, Grubhub, folks. And I was starving, I might add. Now, the clinker, I've said that seven times, but the catch is next time. The catchy clinker. Next time she asks you for something, make sure you're walking over with the umbrella or the pancake or the socks, <laughs> whatever it is, and she sees you. Pop over and talk to a telephone pole for half an yeah, hour. Yeah, what's, what's good for the goose is good for the gander. Yeah, goosing. Maybe I will. Uh-huh. Or, but here's the thing. You don't want to be like these people. This is like the political uh, problem. Good point. Good Instead point. of people going, I didn't like when they did that. Let me not do that. People go, let me show them what that's like. That's how we got to the sec- this area we're at with Congress and all this shit. Great point. Great people point. go, well, you did this when Obama. Well, I'm going to do this when he's president. So Wait till we're president. Now you're doing the same shit. You hate it. Exactly. It's yeah. how we got here. So everyone should be treated the way they want to be treated. So if you're making a delivery, just deliver it. If it's, unless it's not hot. Right. If it was a, you know, a... Uh, oh, well, you need hot oatmeal. Nah, not anything. Bowl food, of fruit? Food or drink. Bowl of fruit. Uh-huh. But also, there's a hunger factor. I'm hungry. You're so, I'm right. so close. Just give me the food. So I think you have to go no food. If it's a pair of, you know, pants. Sure. But then I'm naked. But a hot pair of pants is nothing better than that. Yeah, good point. But... Hot pants. Uh, we were talking last night, you, you raise a good point there, Fatty, about how in the 60s, we were talking about how the left was all about like, hey, we want to stop the war, we want to have civil rights, so we're having free speech, and, yes. and we hate religion and all that, and we're going to talk about it, and the right was going, hey, pipe down, you can't talk about our stuff like that, fuck your free speech, and now the right is going, we want to say horrible things, we want to have free this, it we want to talk about that, and the left is going, hey, don't talk about that. So it's really just about what you're saying, not yeah. about, you know, free speech. It's fl- it does feel like the free speech group has flipped. Yes. And the left has a lot of, like, he shouldn't be able to work, he should lose his job, and it, it's really kind of flipped a rude. It's flipped, and, and it's, it's, it's such human nature, like, oh, but now it, I want, it's what I want, right. so now we got to change it. But similarly, the right 
they go free speech, free speech, free speech, and then someone trashes someone from the right or yeah, says something liberal. They go, hey, true. you shut up. You can say that. That's Where they true. should go, all right, that's fair because that's what I want. Right. Instead, so they go, why don't you shut them down I like know. you wanted to shut us down? It's a whole thing. It's a whole business. But yeah, it does feel like in the 60s, the left was the free speech, and now it feels like the right is the free speech. And yeah, and it just comes down to your, it's all about side. This is my side. Fuck your side. You know, like. You know, when they go, hey, you call Lena Dunham fat, that's fat shaming, that's body shaming. But then you go, hey, Trump's hands are small. We love it. And you're like, well, I thought that was body shaming. How yes. I don't know. Chris Christie in a softball uniform, no problem. Right. He's a big fat idiot with tight pants. Exactly. It's all kooky dookie. But hey, we got we to gotta wrap this son of a bitch uh, up. That's why I don't pay attention to any of it. Now, this comes out on the big twos. Big twos. We have, they all come out on Tuesdays. Oh, that's a good point. That's the title. Next Tuesday. I'll be in Wales when this comes. I won't even see Whoa, any of the tweets and everything. That's is, exciting. Well, you got good. Wi-Fi there. I'll check occasionally, but I'm trying to go good no grid, you. off the grid. You're going Ari. Uh, but... Yeah, I'm excited about the trip, and uh, I think this is one of our best episodes ever. I really enjoyed really? the hell out of it. I uh, hated myself the whole time. What? I got problems. Oh, we had a great time. All right, where are you going to be there, Fat Man? Well, I'm in uh, Norway this weekend. Uh, let me look at my book. Let me pull... Oslo or the other one? The other one, Bergen. Bergen. I'm not going back to Oslo because I, I made fun of that lady that introduced me. Oh, that's right. And I'm afraid to ever go back there again. Aaron Bergen. Uh, hold on, hold on. I'm pulling up my book. I got a bunch of dates that I got to start plugging. Oh, I can't get it. Here, out. let me go right while you're digging. You go. All right. This weekend, Comedy uh. Works in Denver. You heard us talking about it. I love Denver. I love this. Is one of the great clubs and the whole thing. When it gets on the calendar, everybody's excited. Also, I think Nate Bergazzi's in town the weekend I'm in town. Red with, State Nate. With Cantor. So we're going to have a real yes. shit show. And who else is there? Larry the Cable Guy. Oh, wow. That's going to be one big uh, hee-haw. And him and Canner are kind of tight. Oh, all right. And I think I got Sam Ruddy opening for me. So that'll no be fun. Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, I love the Rudd. Then somebody somebody dropped out of uh, fucking Irvine Improv, which is a huge room, and they gave it to my fat ass. So please, L.A., you're always saying, hey, when are you coming to L.A.? This is it. Yeah. This is the big one. Not just L.A. Drive up from San Diego. Yes. Drive out from Phoenix. Take a trip, for God's sake. Yes, sakes. Baker, the, uh, the other one. Bakersfield. Yes. So uh, Irvine Improv, two nights, Friday, Saturday, September 13th and 14th. Got Josh Potter opening. You know Josh from the uh, famous yes. Your Mom's House podcast. Yep, I like Josh. Uh, fucking uh, Kill Tony uh, headlining the Belly Room on September 25th. <laughs> Punchline Sacramento, Addison Improv in Dallas with Fat Chris L, Chesseting, Michigan, Cap City in Austin, Tejas, Acme in Minneapolis, Pedophile, what is it, Isle of Land, Isle of Man? Lake of the Isles. Lake of the Isles. I like an Isle seat. Spokane and Tacoma, and uh, Roar Comedy Club in Springfield, Mass., Rooster Tea Feathers in Sunnyvale, and uh, Seinfeld gigs, and Portland, and Santa Ana for us with that, the two's gaze. I emailed my agent about getting that ticket link up. People keep saying there's no tickets available. Yeah, so sorry about that. We're going to get that on. It's far out, but yeah, we got to get on that. Far out, man. All right, Hartford Funny Bone, the best funny bone in the world. Oh, oy, 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 oy. Uh, Hartford, Come out to that one. Any fans of that one because it's a tough room. Hartford Funny Bone, September 26th through the 28th. And then October is a big, crazy month. Laughs in Seattle on the 4th and the 5th. Come out to that. You know I love Seattle. Skyline in Appleton. 
the 10th, 11th, and 12th. Come to the Friday early. I want to try to make hit a bonus there, for God's sake. Friday early show, Skyline, or the Appleton, I mean, oh, yeah. uh, 8 o'clock, whatever the fuck. Some show. Come to the same show, though. Maybe coordinate, you Tuesdays. Yes. Blue Room in Springfield, Missouri, October 18th and 19th. And then Burlington, Vermont. Go, Bernie. October 24, 25, 26. And then uh, November, I got some fun stuff. Albany Funny Bone, Des Moines Funny Bone, DC Draft House is my favorite room ever. And Laugh Boston, November 29th and 30th. And we just added, oh, I'm going to, well, first of all, Hilarities in December Ooh. in Cleveland, December 5th, 6th, and 7th. Great the room. Santa Ana, the Tuesdays Festival. Yes. Saturday, the 21st, we just added Secret Group in Houston. Get oh. those tickets, everybody. I think that might sell out. It's me and Sarah, December 21st, right before Christmas. Good Christmas gift. And yesterday I added, you've done this gig, Lafayette, Louisiana. Yeah, that's a good gig. December 20th, Friday, December 20th. So if you're, I've never done work New Orleans, so maybe take the road trip out or whatever you're going to do. I don't know how far is Lafayette from New Orleans. It's about three hours, but there's nothing to do there, so you got to come see the, the list of maniacs. Yeah, come on out everywhere in uh, Louisiana. Come out there, December 20th, Lafayette, December 21st, secret group in Houston. Get tickets. It's early for the secret group. I want to sell some ticks there. And uh, oh, are you at the Blue Room? Yeah, I'm October. At what what city is that? Springfield, Missouri. All right, I'm there as well in December. So yeah, a lot of blue. Yeah, and uh, go back. Go to uh, merchpump.com. Yes. Get some Tuesday shirts. New shirts cooking. Uh, new shirts cooking, and we're gonna shoot some video stuff. We got some video Ooh, stuff coming. The Patreon's right. rocking, and uh, just keep supporting. We really appreciate it. Yes, we love you. Godspeed, and uh, yeah, keep spreading the jizz. We uh, we got the videos coming out, and where we hate each other and all that so uh, have a good time i'm out of, i'm out of jizz here i'm right. over yeah suck your dick and call it a love story yes hot dog to follow cat <laughs> <laughs>